0: This is Two Guys in a River. I'm Steve Mathewson. And I'm Dave Getz. We're two lifelong friends who love fly fishing for trout. Our podcast is all about helping you catch more fish and deepening your love of the time you spend on the river. We are Two Guys in a River. For the love of fly fishing. Here are two truths I've come to believe over the years of fly fishing. Number one... Catching big trout is a result of skill. Number two, catching big trout is not a result of skill. (laughs) (laughs) I know, I know. It sounds like a contradiction, but wouldn't you say both are true?
1: Both are absolutely and fully true. Reminds me of my brother, Matt, who is a good fly fisher, but he was out on the McKenzie River with a guide, with his uh, 12-year-old son this uh, summer, And he caught, they said, one of the biggest rainbows on the Mackenzie River that the guide had ever seen. And it was like a 23 or 24 inch, what they call red side rainbow. Wow. So they they call them red sides. And the pick was just huge. It was an old rainbow. And was Matt doing anything unique? Probably his guide was the good guide. I think you could probably say that. But was Matt really an exceptional fly fisher that day? It's more about the right place at the right time. So I would say in that instance, catching a big trout is not necessarily the result of skill. Even though, Matt, you are a great fly fisher. Just saying.
0: Nice try. You've just thrown your brother under the bus. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> no, he is. He's a great guy, good fly fisher. But why does catching big fish take skill
1: well let's just talk about big browns for a second so um you know if you're fishing on the east coast and you're fishing in some of those pennsylvania streams that get hit a lot with fly fishers there's also a 24 7 uh hatch on you know midge hatch that's going on the big browns don't get caught until late evening or early morning and some of those fish are are only going to be caught by the really really persistent and skilled fly fishers i think
0: that's true i know up in the ossoble up uh, near grayling michigan that that the uh the bigger fish and this is not just true of browns but the bigger fish uh you know they're, they're catching them from six to midnight you know in in the summer when some of those hatches come off and Uh, you fish during the day you're just going to catch smaller fish so yeah time of day has something to do with it
1: absolutely and i think there are those uh hunters uh fish hunters who man i think they catch more big fish simply because they are very skilled it's kind of like Mm -hmm. a specialty almost yeah yeah i think another thing though related to it in terms of skill is landing them is a challenge i have found it so challenging to land bigger fish. I remember a couple years ago, we were fishing the Madison. I caught this really nice rainbow. And for some reason I was quote unquote playing the fish. I wasn't like intending to do it, but he started running downstream. And instead of moving the fish to the shallow water, I just started following him downstream. Yeah, And I lost the fish. It was, it was really stupid. It was, a, it was, that was a skill. As more stupidity than anything, but I, I <laughs> yeah. just simply I could have landed that fish. It was yeah. a big rainbow, and I
0: I yep. it was just stupidity. And that's where Gary Borgers helped us out a lot in, in terms of landing a fish. Is pull them to the side. It, it just that angle tires them out. Just the way their their muscles are. Just the way they they stabilize themselves in the water. Just the way they fight. Uh, if, if you're pulling them up, you're not going to wear them out. But if you're pulling them to the side, that really tires yeah, from them from side
1: to side. And I think yeah. it also increases uh, the the or lowers the time that they're out of the water, right? Yeah. Or, or they're being it's traumatized true. by the actual. Uh, hooking, by, yeah. by hooking them, right? Yeah, so, it really does. That's um, important. You, know, you get them in quicker, yeah. you release them quicker, it's yeah. better for the fish.
0: And wouldn't you say, too, that reading the river has something to to do with uh, catching bigger fish?
1: I do. I think about all those Gary Borger's, Borger books where they are spotting these huge browns or these huge rainbows, and then they stock them. And it's because they sit differently in the water. They're yeah. in pools. They might be alone in some of these bigger mm-hmm. pools. I think there are fly fishers who know how to read the river yeah. and see where these big fish are sitting.
0: But why do some trout get uh, bigger? I guess that's a question to uh, uh, ask as you think about uh, the skills that it takes to catch a bigger trout. I mean, why do some trout get bigger?
1: I think, not. obviously, I think it's the geology of the river, the carbon, sure.
0: the nitrogen, the phosphorus in the soil. Oh yeah, that makes a difference. I mean, It reminds me of, uh, uh, you know, white-tailed deer hunting, I, I've always been amazed at some of the huge bucks that come out of uh, uh, western Illinois. I used to hunt over there when I was in high school, and my dad shot a, a buck that almost made Boone and Crockett. In fact, it would have, except it had a couple of non-typical points. And, and you know, the, the mineral content in the soil, I mean, it, it's kind of the same thing. You have that with, uh, you know, with, with large trout. Some rivers just tend to... Uh, Produce larger trout and then you know when you you've got the shelter that goes with it it's one thing to eat plenty of food and to have that rich mineral content, but uh, Shelter is huge. I I suppose diet is too, isn't it Dave?
1: Some of those trout that get really big start eating uh, Not just insects but start eating other fish early on in their in their growth Yeah, and they just get bigger and bigger and bigger. So some of these trout might be eating smaller salmon they might be eating, um, you know, well, obviously they might be eating mice, um, different types mm-hmm. of even small mammals, but <laughs> yeah, not rabbits. Yeah. But, I mean, it takes less effort to get more calories, mm-hmm. right? And I think yeah. given all that, some of these fish just grow to be huge.
0: There, There is, on one side, there is a skill to uh, catching, you know, bigger fish, and we, we certainly affirm that. Uh, on the other side... There are times when skill is not involved, and I always remember what Gary Borger said about bigger trout. He said big trout are not smarter; uh, they're simply more wary, and and I think that's true of uh, of, of hunting. I've, I've seen that a lot over the years. You know, big whitetail buck or, or or even a big bull elk—they're they're just more wary. I, I remember. You know, we used to hunt, uh, my dad and brother and I, we used to hunt uh, elk in the fall in Montana, bow hunt. And uh, we used to bugle them in, although we did a lot of cow calling. And, and I was always struck by how, you know, you could get the raghorns to come in uh, closer. And, and yet it was the bigger bulls that were, wasn't that they were smarter, they were just more uh, wary. And I've seen that with whitetails. I remember the, the huge buck my dad shot. He, he shot it right at, at the end of shooting light. Uh, because it it just didn't show its face until uh, later you know other deer were out there milling around and I think big trout are like that too. Well
1: that's interesting it reminds me this fall just a few weeks ago I was in North Dakota and it was the day before opening deer season my dad had a deer license and we watched two huge whitetail bucks sit down in this little draw and they would get up it was late in the day they'd get up and then they'd sit back down again they'd get up <laughs> yeah. and lay back down again and they did not get out of there till after sundown yep. and um so it just goes to your point and they Weary. also
0: know when hunting season starts Absolutely. So maybe they are smarter <laughs> than we think but it was no. really really fun yeah. just
1: to watch them from like oh, four yeah. or five hundred yards yep. with a spotting scope it was just oh. The glint off their antlers is yep. just gorgeous. Oh, that's
0: cool. I remember uh, years ago in Rocky Mountain National Park, there was a fly fisher who was really good, good veteran fly fisher. He was trying to catch this big brown that he knew uh, was in this uh, particular run in in uh, the Big Thompson River in Moraine Park. And, and, I mean, he would go out there in the evening and... You know, this, this went on for a few weeks. I think he had hooked it once. That's how he knew it was there. And, and, and then one day, uh, a young kid came uh, walking by holding this trout, and he had caught it on a Budweiser plug. <laughs> you, you know, something that you'd use for bass fishing. And I, I think that's about the time it dawned on me. You know what? Skill is not always involved. Sometimes it's just being in the right place at the right time and, I don't know, maybe there is a skill in saying, you know what, this big ugly plug might just enrage that brown to attack. <laughs> <laughs> well, that reminds me about that
1: piece that was in the Wall Street Journal recently about some guy who won some fly fishing contest. And there was controversy because the fly that, it was, that he caught the big fish on, or the most fish on, I can't remember, was not actually imitating anything. It was from a mop. It was like strands <laughs> yeah. of uh, yeah. of mop yeah. that had, he, how, how he created the fly. And so there's this oh, controversy about, really? You know, yeah. this doesn't really imitate anything. Yeah. Anyway, it's pretty hilarious.
0: Oh, that's right. You know, we kind of faced that, didn't we, on on the Missouri River this year. It's uh, it's just kind of a mystery as to, you know, why two guys are fishing and, and kind of doing the same thing, using the same thing, and yet... Uh, you know, you caught a pretty big fish, didn't I you? I did.
1: I think it was probably 22 inches. Yeah. It was so fat, big, fat oh. rainbow. It was the biggest. Actually, there were three of us fishing. Our friend yeah. was there as well as mm-hmm. you, me, and Doug. Yeah. And um, But in talking with Doug, who fishes that all the time, he had caught a 28-inch fish, right? Yeah, yeah. And so here I was, I caught the biggest fish. But it wasn't the biggest fish that had been caught there. Yet yeah. I didn't do anything differently than you or Doug did that yeah. day. Yeah. So am I a better fly fisher? I would absolutely sure like to not. Think I am. <laughs> <laughs> so it's kind of a joke, really. Yeah. And also, let's talk yeah. about this for a second. Like, big is also relative, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's when you true. really think about it. Oh, I know it. I mean, it. if we would catch fourteen and fifteen inch fish in the driftless every oh, so often, we would be yeah. so thrilled.
0: Oh, I know. But I caught one like that in the Missouri that day, and it was like, yeah, yeah. Cause I, you know, I was going Throw after those twenty quickly. plus, you know, those big old hogs that, that were in there. So you're right, uh, size is relative. You know, there there are some things that you can do, though. We're we're not saying that that there's no skill involved, and uh, uh, you know, there's there's some things that you can't do. That that's just it. It's I've heard you say this before. It's it's one part luck and and one part smarts, and you just have to live with that. I think it's true. I do think once you
1: get one on, it's really, really important that you learn to play that fish. Yeah. I don't know if you play it differently, but you definitely have to play it more smart.
0: You do. Smartly?
1: More smart. Smartly. Yep. Smarter.
0: I know what you mean. Yeah, okay, thank you. I know what you mean. (laughs) Yep. Well, hey, it's time now for great stuff from our listeners, and here's a comment from Duane. He's a fly fisher in Oregon. I know him personally. He's caught a lot of big fish and he's been a long time mentor and a friend and uh, he writes about a satisfying day on the Gardner River, that's a river that Dave and I uh, recently fished and he said, uh, one June day about 25 years ago I fished the Gardner. I parked at the pullout, began fishing right at the road, I began casting as I walked. The big stone flies were out and my Clark stone patterns were working well as they do on Oregon's Deschutes River. Virtually every cast elicited either a vicious strike or a fish on. Biggest I landed was one 15-inch cut. Many smaller cuts and rainbows in the hours I fished. Wow!
1: I know exactly where he's fishing. Yeah, and, and doesn't that prove, <laughs> or was fishing? Yeah,
0: and doesn't that prove the point too? Uh, he, he landed a 15-inch fish, and in that stretch of river, unless you're fishing in the fall when the the browns are running and you get rainbows and cuts that trail after him, you get some big fish. I mean, a 15-inch a fish in the gardener in the summer is a it's a big is a, fish. Is a monster. It is, and
1: because yep. it, it, that's as big as those resident fish
0: get. So I guess the whole point of this is when you go out and you're, you're fishing, yeah, there, there is a skill to catching big fish, but on the other hand, there's a lot of variables that are out of your control. So uh, don't be frustrated if somebody else uh, catches a bigger one and, and you say, well, they're not the fly fisher I am. You know what? That's fly fishing life, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it? sure uh, it, is. That's it, the it lifestyle. Just is. And, and uh, yeah, sometimes there are some guys that just seem to have a knack for it. You know, even though they're doing things wrong, we've talked about that before. We've we've each got a friend like that. Yeah. You say, how in the world do they even catch fish, let alone outfish me? But they do. Yeah. Always outfishes oh, us. Always. I remember
1: this friend that we have in
0: mind. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> always
1: outfishing us, and and yet I think. You are a hack.
0: Yeah. And yet,
1: there it is. I know. So I the know. data is uh, clear. So
0: That's right. Well, we hope you catch some big fish uh, the next time you're out. All right, that will do it for today. We'd love to have you tell us about some big fish that you've caught. Maybe you do have some insights that you think help you uh, catch and land a bigger fish. We'd love to hear about it. Go to twoguysinarever.com and comment on this podcast link. Uh, what secrets have you discovered uh, for catching larger trout, or uh, what coping mechanisms have you discovered when uh, your your buddy who doesn't know a thing about fishing <laughs> seems to catch the bigger one?
1: Well, are we overthinking this or underthinking this? I don't yeah, know. But I know. Um, anything, any any insights you have, I'd love That's to hear. That's right. It, love right? to hear it. So you can find two guys in a river on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We would love for you to visit our podcast on iTunes and rate it. Give us a review. That really helps. Also, you can download a podcast app on your phone and receive our weekly podcast. If you want access to every episode we've ever published, visit our website and click on every episode on the navigation bar. Also, you can click on the navigation that has every article that we've ever published over the last couple of years. I think we have 60, 70, 80. I'm not even sure. There's so many articles in there right now. So we'd love for you to, to hit those articles and, and read up on some of these practical ways to improve your fly fishing.
0: Good stuff there. There yep. really is. Well, thanks again for listening. I'm Steve Mathewson.
1: And I'm Dave Getz.
0: Until next time, we are Two Guys in a River. For the love
1: of fly fishing.